Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnock. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome back to episode 103 of Teachers in Transition, the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I am the owner of Boytnot Coaching and the founder of Teachers in Transition. I specialize in working with teachers who are burnt out and ready to make a transition into a new career but don't know where to start or how to get started with a job search. I'm also a stress management coach, and so I offer information and strategies on how to better manage proactively and effectively um, manage our stress and how to relieve our stress as we are living in these stressful times. If you've listened to me in the past, you know I alternate topics each week and One week I talk about career transition. The other week I talk about stress management. This week we're talking career. And I ran across an article that I thought I would share parts of that resonated for me as far as considering how to advise my clients when they are considering what kinds of jobs they want to apply for. So, In my experience, the toughest challenge that most of my clients run into is figuring out what it is they want to do next in their career. I would say probably 98% of the folks who come to me know one thing, and that is that they're ready to leave the classroom. And there are a variety of reasons. They no longer enjoy it. The stress has gotten to them. The pandemic has been the tipping point and they've decided I'm out. Uh, They're thinking about the next 10 to 15 years and how if they're not having any fun now, they're surely not going to be having fun moving forward. And so it's time to make a change. The dilemma is they don't know what to change to. And often they're considering what, what am I even qualified to do? And that's not always where I recommend that you start in this search, that instead of focusing solely on what are you qualified to do, my recommendation is you start with what is it you want? 
What do you enjoy about your current job that you would enjoy doing more of in another job? What is it that you never want to have to do again? That's important to inform what you might want to do next. And then you can finally boil it down to, you know, what are your skills? What are your qualifications? What's your level of education? What is your capacity to learn new skills? And do you need to take a course or two? Yeah, I never recommend that anybody go back to school to start all over. Many of my clients are still paying off student debts from before. So you don't need to go back and start fresh and build up a whole new stack of loans. But you might need to take a course here or there. Udemy.com is a great resource to go to to find out the basics about different kinds of occupations. You can use onetonline.org to go to to find out about different occupations and what kind of training and experience you need to perform those jobs. So there are resources that you can do plenty of research on to find out about jobs that you might be interested in. But this article that I ran across boiled it down to three things that you need to consider. And I think, I think the author is onto something, that you need to keep these three, three points in mind as you are considering different jobs and whether or not you would be a good fit. You, you never want to apply for a job that you aren't a good fit for. You're wasting your time and everybody else's if you're applying for a job that you're only a partial fit for. And that's when I say partial, like 30%. In fact, most recruiters will tell you that if, if you want to qualify, get past the applicant tracking system and to have any hope of finding an opening for an interview, getting invited for an interview, you need to be a 60 to 70% match as far as your resume matching the skills and description and the job description. Now, there's a tool that you can use online. I think I've probably mentioned it before. I use it with my clients. It's called jobscan.co, jobscan.co. And it will run your resume against a job description and give you within seconds the percentage fit that you are for a specific job that you may be interested in. So those are all tools that you can use. I'll mention them in the show notes so that you can access them uh, if you care to. But so Udemy for looking at courses, it might help you phone up on skills that you need. Uh, onetonline.org for occupations you might be interested in and the kind of training you would need and jobscan.co. So this article points to the three things that, that you need to consider whether whenever you are thinking about applying for a job. And the first consideration is, do you really understand what the job entails? Unfortunately, a lot of people, and I don't know that teachers are unique to this, this may be just a, a human thing, but 
you know, if you're looking for jobs on different job boards, you are scanning for keywords that resonate with things that you either want to do or that you know you can do. But I don't think we take the time, and I, you know, I'll include myself, I don't always take the time to read the fine print. If you're going to be taking the massive amount of time that it takes to apply for any one particular job, you really need to understand what the job entails, which means you should be studying that job description. Don't just skim over it. Don't just pick out the parts that you like. Really read it. Take in what is it that they are looking for? What kind of qualifications does a viable candidate need to have in order to apply for this particular job or to get past the application phase? So really dig in deep. You know, I have told my clients, study the job description like, it would, like you were studying for an exam. Really get into it. Find what, what way, you know, you might even want to make a list. I, sometimes I tell people make a Wordle or a tag crowd word cloud. You know, enter the job description in a, in a word uh, app and, and create a, a word cloud that shows which words are used the most often. And are those words that indicate things that you can do? If not, then save your time, move on to the next job description. You really need to understand and you need to be able to offer examples of how you understand the challenges of a specific job. If you can't speak to that, if you don't really get on a deep level what the job entails, then maybe that's not the job for you. Don't just apply for a job because it sounds interesting or intriguing or, you know, you think you could learn the job. I mean, there's a certain amount of learning curve you're going to have, of course. But do consider whether or not you understand the needs of the company, of the organization that you can perform if you were to be hired that you can hit, you know, you can you can start the first day understanding what it is that you're meant to do. So do you really understand the needs of the job and of the organization or the, or the company? The second consideration is, do you really want the job or is it just something to be applying for? If you're just going through the motions and applying for a bunch of different jobs, you're, there's no skin in the game. There's no excitement. There's no enthusiasm. If you want to be a viable candidate for a position, you have to be excited and enthusiastic. You will need to convey in your resume, in your cover letter, and in your conversation that you are truly excited and happy to be applying for this job, that you would love to work in this job for whatever reason and you need to be able to articulate the reason or you would love to work for the company for whatever reason maybe you've had experience with the company in the past and you really love their products or their process or their programs and so you can speak to that 
or you love the, you know enough about the people who work there that you want to work with those kinds of people. If you're not sincerely interested in the job, then I would recommend you move on and find one that you are sincerely interested in. You need to really be able to convey your authentic interest as opposed to simply going through the motions. And finally, can you do the job? Do you have the ability? Do you, do you have the skills, the understanding, the knowledge to be able to perform the job? Do you have specific experience that you can point to, results that you can point to, achievements that you can point to that would indicate that you've been successful in the past and therefore you can predict the your ability to be successful in the future. So those are the three, th not the three, three of some major considerations to take into account. Do you understand exactly what the job entails? Do you really want it? Do you have the ability to do it? If you can answer an enthusiastic yes to all of those questions, then go for it, apply, but write your resume carefully, matching the keywords and the important information from the job description so that you make yourself viable enough to get through the applicant tracking system and more importantly, invited for an interview. That's what your resume does, it's a tool that is designed to help you get invited for an interview. The resume won't get you the job. The interview gets you the job. But you can't get interviewed if you don't provide a relevant and pertinent resume. One that indicates that you are a terrific candidate for the position. So those are just some things to keep in mind if you're in the track of job search, you're, you're, you're about to decide, yeah, this, this is my last year of teaching, or maybe next year. Maybe you've decided I can stick it out one more year, but after that, I'm done. If that's you, then I want to invite you to consider working with me and letting me help you, because the process that I use is a longer-term process. And sometimes I have to turn people away if they've already quit their job and they need a job right away because that is not my, what my specialty is. I don't, I don't try to offer strategies for getting you a job in the next month. And I will tell you if, you, if you and I ever talk, if you want a job that quickly, you'll have to settle for retail, Starbucks, grocery store, somewhere where your, your education and high-level skills are not necessarily required. Because if you want to make a pivot from teaching into a lateral position where you're going to be validated for the education you have and the skills that you've developed as an educator, and you want to be paid commensurate with what you've been paid as a teacher, that's a longer-range process. It might take several months. And the course that I have created is designed to take at least four months for you to work your way through it 
and learn everything you need to know about the job search process. It may take longer than four, and especially with the unknown component of the pandemic, we're on we're on the uptick. But thankfully, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel as far as the pandemic goes. But it there's there's a lot of people out there waiting to get back into the job market. So for these first few months of our economic recovery, the competition's going to be extremely stiff and you'll need to be on your A game. And I can help you with that. If you would like to take a look at a free webinar presentation that I created for a university not too long ago, I have it as an evergreen webinar presentation that I'll offer the link to below. There's no sales pitch in it. It's an explanation of what the job transition process entails. If you're transitioning as a teacher from the classroom into the business world or the nonprofit world, I do offer some really solid information in that. And then as opposed to offering anything for sale, if you're interested still, you can contact me and we can talk about whether my program is the right approach for you. So keep all of that in mind. Do email me if you have any immediate questions that you'd like for me to answer. As always, if you would, please review this podcast to help other people find it. And uh, let me know if you've got specific recommendations of topics you'd like me to cover in the future. I'd be happy to share information that I may have on that topic if you have something to suggest. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to Teachers in Transition. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you again next week. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information, and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.